the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We are 28 hours and 16 minutes from the self-imposed deadline the Biden administration has established for the U.S. withdrawal of troops from Afghanistan. As we get to know the 13 fallen military service members who died in the Thursday bombing at Hamid Karzai Airport, uh, we are learning that Many of them were barely born at the time 9-11 happened, which is why we're in Afghanistan. And the parents are questioning the administration that placed these military personnel in harm's way. Also, the Biden administration has gained a clear grasp for the obvious that its revelation that it was giving a list to the Taliban of people that the Taliban was supposed to let through into the airport so they could leave Afghanistan was a dumb idea. And they are now saying that they didn't do that, even as they continue in interviews admitting exactly that. That's all part of what we'll talk about today on a Monday edition of the Bruce Woolley Show here on 989 The Answer. I'm glad to have you with me. And I'm glad to tell you about uh, one of these viral organic things that happens sometimes. When tragedy moves us to respond to other people's pain. Uh, What is becoming a growing trend across the country, and what I assume will become a growing trend on social media, is the hashtag 13 beers. Nightclubs, bars, restaurants over the weekend began, and there are many Ohio uh, establishments doing this, began reserving a table, putting a note on the table that the table is saved for 13 service people who will never come home. And they demonstrate their love for those brave Marines, uh, Navy corpsmen, and uh, one Army soldier by placing 13 beers on the table. It's happening in barbershops. It's happening all over. It is a way that we can gain a visual reminder of what the ultimate sacrifice is and that it was paid by young people in service to our country. I must say, Saturday, I was uh, deeply distressed. Uh, Friday, too. Um, I attended a high school football game Friday and a high school football game Saturday. Uh, Friday, uh, the flag was at half staff, which is great. But I was just thinking how appropriate it would be on what was a hot but still beautiful Friday night for there to be an announcement and a moment of silence. 
you don't have to know. This is the thing. You don't have to know any of these soldiers personally. You don't have to know uh, Max Soviak uh, of Milan, Ohio, halfway between Cleveland and Toledo. You don't have to know him. You can certainly imagine, envision, understand knowing him and understand the pain his family is going through losing a 22-year-old son uh, in a terrorist bombing on foreign soil. So I think it's appropriate for whatever is going on for at least the next few days until the Thursday marks the one-week anniversary of these Marines' death and the Navy corpsman and Army soldier to remember that wherever we are, Saturday. Uh, even uh, well, the, the Friday was, you know, fine. I get no announcement, nobody uh, at the game I was attending knew the person. Maybe it was just an oversight. Sometimes it's just a matter of suggesting it. Maybe you can be that person who suggested. I feel guilty that I didn't suggest it. Friday and Saturday. But Saturday in particular, I was in southeastern Ohio at a football game, and I watched a group of men, pretty much the same age group as my late father, I have no doubt they were World War II or maybe Vietnam veterans. And they raised the flag before the game, raised it all the way to the top. I waited for it to come down to half staff, and it didn't. It never did. And I inquired about that, and somebody said, yeah, they discussed it. They just decided to leave it all the way at the top. It's not time to leave it all the way at the top, people. It's not time to forget this. It's not time to undervalue it, overlook it, move on from it. This was a really really bad day. And more than that, it was a really, really avoidable day, preventable day, but because of a myriad assortment of horribly stupid decisions, it happened. And it may happen again before the 3.20 p.m. quote-unquote deadline to withdraw tomorrow. So we will talk about that today. I would be curious to know as you've gained more perspective on this, what you think, if you've observed, and I want to shout out any local companies that are doing the 13 beers tribute. Uh, great for them. Uh, Ironwood Cafe, Milan, Ohio. I saw Nico's Bar in North Royalton. Uh, there are uh, another bar in Westlake uh, doing the same thing. This is a great thing. So it reminds me of when there was a Bus crash in Canada that killed like an entire town's hockey team. And all across the world, even in Europe, uh, people would put hockey sticks outside their front door as a way of saying, hey, I, I feel some of the tragedy that you're feeling. And I hope that we still feel that here. And I hope that we don't lose sight of it as... This deadline happens, and then two weeks, inside of two weeks, we're going to observe the 20th anniversary of 9-11, and I think it is uh, deeply distressing that the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan, Joe Biden's complete detachment from a, a cogent plan, his cavalier response to the tragedy. He's checking his watch yesterday on the tarmac. How long do I have to stand here? It's hot out here. I don't want to wear my mask out here on the outside. I'm doing it for political theater. I don't know what to say to these families because, you know, this was all my decision, but, you know, 
I'm president. Yahoo. Good for me. Biden the other day talking about his son. Oh, by the way, you know, I had a son who died, too. And I feel sorry for me. We got 7,000 people out. In spite what happened yesterday, we got 7,000 people out. It's not all bad. Oh, man. How disgusting. So, um, love to hear from you on that today. 844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989. COVID uh, continues. And I have an interesting number. This does not surprise me at all. Um, Weight gain among adults during COVID. Did you gain weight? I did. Well, we're not alone. According to one of the big healthcare systems, electronic health record data shows that youth between 5 and 17 years of age uh, had uh, appreciable weight gain during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, you might know that if you've uh, paid attention to the COVID headlines, that obesity is one of the top predictors of whether or not contracting COVID will prove to be fatal. If you're overweight, it's not good, and particularly if you're old, but even among the young. So they're, they're focusing and obsessing about the number of kids now who are hospitalized with COVID. But have you ever heard them talk about obesity rates in kids or anything like that? No, of course you have not, because... That would mean that we have to look at the issue in a complex way and weigh decisions and prioritize this and that, not just this, which is, oh, if we lock everybody up, they'll stay safe and they'll not get COVID. Or maybe if we give everybody a vaccine, they're now talking about giving a vaccine to kids who are eight months and older. I don't have a piece with that. Maybe you do. Uh, One heartbreaking thing that I noted today as Fox was talking about each of the Marines who died, uh, Max Soviak, last conversation he had with his mom, she said, make sure you're safe. And he said, don't worry, Mom, my guys have got me. Well, I have no doubt that Max Soviak's comrades in arms had him, but his military leaders certainly did not. And that's led to the um, ousting of one Marine commander. When we had Jason Beardsley on the show on Friday, former Green Beret, he talked about the need for enlisted and former enlisted military personnel to call out these huge failings by the people in charge. That now has a serious price, and it seems to me that there are some who love their country enough that they are willing to pay it. Love to interact with you today. We'll talk to Josh Pick for our Money Monday segment at 1230 today. Uh, You're listening to a Monday edition of The Bruce Hooley Show. Bruce Hooley Show now airs 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. We're glad to have you a part of our audience. Take us with you wherever you go. iHeartTuneInRadio.com app. Download our very own app. Search 989FM, The Answer, in the iTunes and Google Play Store. Check the podcast out, 989TheAnswer.com. Had a listener emailed me last night, Bruce at 989TheAnswer.com. He said, I can't listen as often now that you're in your new time slot. I said, sure you can. Avail yourself of the podcast, which is put on the web for you every day as soon as the show ends. 
We podcast the show in half-hour increments. We'd love to have you be a part of that. Thanks to our friends at Hemisphere Coffee Roasters for sponsoring the Bruce Hooley Show podcast. Uh, events of the morning, a uh, rocket hit the uh, Kabul airport. No damage said to be reported. Uh, it's getting very, very volatile over there. Tomorrow is the withdrawal deadline at 3.20 p.m. Uh, U.S. striking back at ISIS-K for the terrorist bombing Thursday. Reports are that civilians may have been injured, killed. Still no clarity on that. So uh, I have kind of conflicted views of that. Uh, ISIS-K is like Hezbollah. Shocker. They're both terrorists. They like to use other people, innocent people, children, families, as human shields. It's not ideal if you end up killing civilians. But if it is unavoidable in an effort to take out terrorists who are bent on killing you, uh, that is one that is a very difficult reconciliation for me, to condemn an action that ultimately saves American lives, that's just a hard thing for me to do. It is a war-torn area of the world, and we are not going to get out of the war with Muslim extremism just because we say we're out of the war. Were we at war on 9-11-01? No, we were not. Yo, yes, we were. You say no. No, we weren't. No, we were. Why? Because they said they were at war with us. And had been for a long, long time. USS Cole, Marine Barracks in Lebanon, going back to the 1980s. I mean, coming home from Afghanistan, getting our troops out of the Middle East, that doesn't end the endless war. The endless war goes on. Because as long as you have an opponent intent on killing you, the war continues. Now, another level to the bad decision-making by the military and by the Biden administration was revealed over the weekend by the Washington Post which said that the Taliban offered to stay out of Kabul and let the United States military forces secure the city. We could have controlled the entire city. They wouldn't have been able to get an ISIS-K terrorist to the gate of the airport and kill over 200 people, including 13 American service personnel. No, instead, uh, in a negotiation between the U.S. Military Central Command commander and the head of the Taliban's political wing. The Taliban said, you can take responsibility for securing Kabul or you can allow us to do it. Uh, Biden, Joe Biden, that would be your president, the one who checked his watch yesterday, the one who may or may not have fallen asleep in a meeting with the Israeli prime minister over the weekend. That Joe Biden was no thank you to that offer. We want to get our people out. I want to start drawing them out now. I'm not going to put enough people in there to control an entire city or, for that matter, a secure air force at Bagram, secure air force base, rather, at Bagram. No, no, we're going to just let the Taliban control the city. We'll draw back and control the airport. So the incompetence is as stunning as it is consistent. And not surprisingly... Parents of the murdered Marines are reacting with anger toward the president and the military leadership that put them in jeopardy. Here is Chuck Todd yesterday 
on Meet the Press with U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. Steve Nakui was the father of Marine Lance Corporal uh, Kareem Nakui, um, one of those soldiers who died in the attack. Here's what he said. He said, they sent my son over there as a paper pusher and then had the Taliban outside providing security. I blame my own military leaders. Biden turned his back on him. That's it. Obviously, he's grieving and he's very upset. What are you going to say to these parents that, that believe it's the American government in some way that let their son uh, down? Chuck, there, there, there are no words uh, that I can say that I think anyone can say to assuage the, uh, uh, the grief that um, a parent is feeling at the loss of their child. Uh, nothing. And if I were in his shoes, probably I'd feel exactly the same way. Um, all I can do is um, take responsibility for, uh, for my own actions uh, and uh, do everything possible to continue to bring people out of Afghanistan who want to leave between now and the 31st and every single day thereafter. Well, saying you take responsibility and actually taking responsibility is often, and certainly in this case, two different things. It does not appear that the Biden administration or the people who made these horribly misguided decisions want to or will take responsibility for it. There's a lot of excuse making. There's a lot of this happened. Oh, wait, you don't like that that happened? Okay, we'll deny that happened. Case in point. Remember last week when Joe Biden said, uh, yeah, yeah, probably I I can't say for sure because I'm asleep at the switch and cognitively compromised. Uh, I can't say for sure, but yeah, probably, yeah, we did give a list to the Taliban of people we'd like to get into the airport. Could you please let them in? Uh, Now, after getting ripped and hammered for that, uh, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is saying, no, no, no such list ever existed, Jake Tapper. There was a report that the Biden administration has not disputed uh, that U.S. government employees gave a list of Afghan SIVs who the U.S. was trying to evacuate to the Taliban so as to allow them through checkpoints. I understand the U.S. has relied upon the Taliban for this evacuation process, but with all due respect, a lot of these Afghan SIVs, as you know better than I, they think the Taliban's going to kill them. And you've given them a list of their, of their names. Jake, we've actually aggressively and decisively disputed that report. We have given no list of all of the American uh, SIV holders to the Taliban or any other kind of big list. What your viewers need to understand is that the way that we are moving thousands and thousands of Afghans at risk to the airport is asking them to muster, many of them on buses, bringing them to the airport, and then we work with the Taliban, group by group, bus by bus, to get them through the Taliban checkpoints and onto the airport compound. Now, there were two little words in that Jake Sullivan response that give him the wiggle room that the Biden administration always seems to leave themselves to say what he said without it being true. I will tell you what those two little words were next on The Bruce Woolley Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.